Hello everyone. This is a short podcast on the story Two Kinds by Amy Tan. Amy Tan's short story Two Kinds is one of the 16 interwoven short tales that make up her collection of stories called The Joy Luck Club. Two Kinds was initially published as a short tale in the Atlantic Monthly in the year 1989, one month before The Joy Luck Club was released. Two Kinds is a semi-autobiographical look into the lives of Chinese and Chinese American women with a particular focus on the intergenerational conflict. Jingmei, the protagonist, is a first-generation American who tells the narrative in the aftermath of her mother's death as a retrospective look back on her upbringing. Her mother pushed her young Jingmei to become a child prodigy after immigrating to the United States to escape the Chinese Communist Revolution. Jingmei disliked the strain and as a result, her relationship with her mother was marred by misunderstandings and unspoken stress. Following will be the summary, the analysis and the themes of the story presented by our group. Summary At 9 years old the narrator Jingmei was told by her mother that she could be a prodigy Her mother believed that America offered endless opportunities She arrived in the country in 1949 after losing her family including twin baby girls and her possessions in China The mother decides Jingmei can be the China's Shirley Temple. They watch her movies carefully. Jingmei is taken to get her hair done like Shirley's, but the beauty school trainee botches it. The instructor fixes it by giving Jingmei a boy's haircut with slanted bangs. Jingmei is excited at the prospect of being a prodigy and becoming perfect. Jingmei's mother has a large collection of popular periodicals collected from the homes of her cleaning clients. Every evening, her mother tests to see if Jingmei has the same talent as one of the remarkable children featured. They check if she knows all the state capitals, can multiply numbers in her head, can do card tricks, can balance on her head, can predict temperatures in major cities. can memorize pages of the bible and various other things jingmei falls short in every area her mother is disappointed and jingmei starts hating the tests and expectations she becomes uncooperative during the nightly tests just going through the motions the sessions become shorter until her mother gives up a few months pass one day They see a little Chinese girl playing the piano on the Ed Sullivan show. The mother criticizes the performance and sees an opportunity for her daughter. She soon arranges piano classes for Jingmei as well as a piano to practice on daily in exchange for her house cleaning services. Mr. Chong is a retired piano teacher living in their apartment building. He looks ancient to Jingmei. She doesn't want to play piano. It turns out Mr. Chong is deaf and has poor eyesight. For the lessons, Mr. Chong points out a musical element and then plays it. Jingmei plays it next. He teaches her how to keep the rhythm. She realizes she can make mistakes without him noticing. Jingmei learns the basics but doesn't put in the effort to get really good. She continues practicing for a year. One day after church, Jingmei's mother talks to her friend Lindo Jong. 
Lindo's daughter Waverly has become known as a chess champion. Jingmei's mother counters by bragging about her daughter's talent for music. Jingmei decides to end her mother's foolish pride. A few weeks later, the mother and Mr. Chong arrange for Jingmei to play in a talent show in the church hall. By now, Jingmei's parents have brought her a second-hand piano. She practices a simple piece without much focus and a fancy courtesy. Her parents invite all their friends and acquaintances to the show. It begins with the youngest children. Jingmei is excited for her turn. This is her opportunity. She looks lovely. She is surprised when she hears the first wrong note. More follow and she feels a chill. She continues the piece through to the end as the sore notes pile up. When Jingmei finishes, she is shaking. After she curtsies, the room is silent. Mr. Shong shouts, Bravo! and the audience applauds lightly. Jingmei returns to her seat. She is embarrassed and feels the shame of her parents. They stay for the rest of the show. Afterward, the adults make vague comments about the performances. Waverly tells Jingmei she isn't a genius like her. Jingmei's mother is devastated. She doesn't say anything on the bus ride home. When they get home, her mother goes to her bedroom without saying anything. Jingmei is surprised two days later when her mother tells her to practice. She thought her piano playing days were over. She refuses to play. Her mother drags her to the piano. They're shouting. Her mother says she has to be obedient. They're both angry. Jingmei says she wishes she were dead, like the children her mother lost in China. Her mother is deflated by the comment and leaves the room. In the years that followed, Jingmei disappointed her mother many times by underachieving. They never talked about the recital or the argument at the piano. She never played again. Jingmei never asked her mother why she had given up. When Jingmei turns 30, her mother offers her the piano. They have an exchange that echoes their views on Jingmei's potential for genius. She doesn't take the piano right away but appreciates the offer. Last week, Jingmei had the piano tuned. Her mother had died a few months before. She helps her dad get things in order. She takes a few old Chinese silk dresses home. She tries the piano. She opens the piece she had played at the recital. It comes back to her quickly. She also plays the piece on the right side of the page. She realizes they are two halves of the same song. Theme The American Dream The story established the theme in its first sentence. My mother believed you could be anything you wanted to be in America. The possibilities she imagines all entail material success. First, opening a restaurant. Second, working for the government and retiring well. Third, buying a house. Fourth, becoming rich. And last, becoming famous. All this opportunity is in stark contrast to her life in China, pre-1949. She suffered through World War II 
enduring the loss of her parents and first husband and a near fatal bout of dysentery her sickness led her to abandon her twin do- baby daughters in the hope it would give them a chance to live despite saying there were various things a person could do in america jingmei's mother heavily influenced by american tv and magazines only wants her to be a prodigy she doesn't care what jingmei excels at as long as she becomes the best at it and famous from it the potential for fame and achievement only seems to apply to jingmei her mother doesn't have these aspirations for herself or her husband jingmei's mother wants to live the american dream through her daughter theme identity and being yourself the main conflict between jingmei and her mother is over her identity who she is and who she will become her mother wants her to be a prodigy she makes it her aim to find the area where jingmei will excel at first jingmei's enthusiasm at least equals her mother's this changes after the long series of nightly tests all of which she fails i hated the test the rise hopes and failed expectations this is when jingmei first decided to assert herself i won't let her change me i promise myself i won't be what i am not Jingmei resists her mother's influence from this point on. She goes through her piano lessons doing only what is needed to get by. We see evidence that the mother doesn't accept who her daughter really is when she lies to Lindo Jong about Jingmei's passion for music. This strengthens the girl's resolve to prove her mother wrong. Her embarrassing performance is the is the catalyst for their final confrontation. Jingmei's hurtful reference to her dead half-sisters moves her mother to give up her aspirations. In the end, Jingmei wins the battle and is able to be herself. She falls short of expectations many times through her life. One of the most subtle but also out loud themes of the story is moderation. Neither Jingmei's path of least resistance nor her mother's extreme expectations are whatsoever balanced. Rather than embracing that there are many opportunities available in America, the mother only wants her daughter to be a famous prodigy. This outrageous expectation is so large that Jingmei starts feeling that failure is inevitable. Likewise, Jingmei's lack of effort guaranteed another kind of failure. She intentionally sabotaged her progress on the piano multiple times and it's also noteworthy that when the time for the recital came she wanted to re- she wanted to reward that a great performance would bring even though she didn't want to put the effort required she didn't need to be a prodigy to play well she only needed to put in enough work the mother's lack of moderation is also shown in her view that you know there are only two kinds of daughters those who obey and those who don't according to her there's no middle ground and only the obedient ones get to stay in her home and although jingmei wins the right to be herself she starts to see herself as an underachiever and it's certainly possible that she developed a pattern of withholding her full effort just to prove that she could it's easy to imagine how moderate expectations and a fair work ethic could have helped jingmei to do very well in any number of areas The short story does a really good job of signifying the importance of both talent as well as hard work and the balance that should be maintained between the two of them. See, the mother doesn't seem to grasp the distinction between the two at all. She believes that someone can simply choose to be a prodigy. Now, to become the best at something as Jingmei's mother wanted, you need to have the talent for that specific thing. And if you do have the ability, the desire to further improve will be an inevitable byproduct. 
Jingmi didn't show that kind of aptitude for anything she tried and she also wasn't interested enough in any of that to work hard still her talent for piano seemed pretty good she learned the basics from a man who couldn't even properly teach her and after the her failure at that recital a woman says well she certainly tried but as a reader we know that she didn't you don't have to be a prodigy to perform well at a local talent show and it was jingmi's lack of effort but not a lack of talent that led to this embarrassing incident however it's likely that even with her full effort she would have fallen short of her mother's expectation because there is no indication that jingmi was a piano prodigy who simply refused to work hard her mother just arbitrarily one day decided that she had this talent because she got influenced by a popular american tv show now let us look at a few questions that arise from the story the first one being is there any symbolism in the story there are a few things in the story that could be interpreted as symbolic we'll look at each one of them in turn the first one being after a failed memorization exercise jingmei sees the reflection of her ordinary face which she tries to scratch out Her mother sees her as ordinary and Jingmei symbolically tries to erase her mother's standard. She replaces it with her own conception of a prodigy, a girl with a willful attitude who won't be changed. When second thing would be when Jingmei says she wishes she wasn't her mother's daughter, the words feel like worms and toads and slimy things crawling out of her chest. This is a fitting symbol for those angry words as well as her wish to be dead like her half sisters. The next one would be the piano. The piano seems to represent Jingmei's mother's dreams and her certainty that her daughter is a genius. Likewise, the way Jingmei goes through the motions of her lessons could represent her dissenting opinion. When Jingmei's mother offers her the piano for her 30th birthday, its special significance is highlighted. Jingmei directly says that she views the offer as a sign of forgiveness, a tremendous burden removed. It seems to represent that the mother's belief in her daughter's potential. Jingmei had wondered of her mother Why had she given up hope? After offering the piano, the mother reiterates her belief that Jingmei could have been a genius if only she had tried harder. It seems she hadn't given up at all. The next symbolic meaning was while going through her mother's things, Jingmei keeps some old Chinese silk dresses. In contrast, she didn't take several other items that she didn't like. This could represent her acceptance of a part of her mother's influence. Perhaps she's found some balance at this point in her life. Around this time the next symbolic play comes in when Jingmei plays the piano for the first time in 20 years she plays her recital song pleading child and the song on the opposite page perfectly contented she realizes they were two halves of the same song the first song could symbolize her earlier struggle when she had to plead for her independence and the second one could represent where she is now contented with who she is The song are two halves of one, just as Jingmei is now a combination of her mother's influence and her own desires. The next question that arises is that is there any foreshadowing? The strongest note of foreshadowing that we noticed occurs as soon as it's decided that Jingmei will be a prodigy. Her mother wants to make her into a Chinese Shirley temple. One of the first steps is to get her hair cut like Shirley's. The haircut is botched. This is a bad sign in itself, but it's even worse than that. Jingmei's hair ends up making her look like Peter Pan, a boy who ran away from his parents and who isn't known for his dedication or focus. This suggests Jingmei's mother's plans will be frustrated. What does the title imply becomes the next big question. 
The literal meaning of the title is made clear in the text when Jingmei's mother says there are only two kinds of daughter, those who are obedient and those who follow their own mind. We also see that Jingmei becomes a combination of two kinds of views or values, her mother's traditional Chinese ones and her own independent American ones. This culture clash is another prominent theme in the story. This marks the end of our podcast on the short story Two Kinds by Amy Tan. We hope we've been able to enlighten you about some of the aspects of the story and we hope you enjoy. Thank you.